Hello, welcome to the Monday, August 22nd, 2016 edition Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. The CNU Privacy Guard or CNU P project uh, fixed a bug in the way it is random numbers to create keys. Random numbers for key creation has always been sort of an appeal of a lot of these encryption algorithms. This bug apparently was in the software for eight years. What it means in a little bit more practical terms is that if an attacker can observe 4,640 bits of random numbers from the PGP random number generator, then they can guess the next 160 bits. So essentially these random number generators aren't really all that random. Now, what does this mean for actual practical weaknesses in PGP or better CNU PG? Well, uh, where it really matters is the creation. So one possible advice here is you to recreate your GPG keys with a more recent versions. However, the developers of CNUP advise against a hasty replacement of your keys. First of all, this does not affect RSA keys. So only DSA and El Jamal keys are actually affected by this vulnerability. And secondly, in order to exploit the vulnerability, the attacker would have to have access to 4,640 bits of your random generator right before you created your keys. So I don't really see a practically attack scenario here, but then again, it's best practice to occasionally expire your PGP keys. So maybe do it over the next couple of months as you find the time to do so correctly. Make sure you are using a system that has been patched, of course. The update was released on August 17th. It has been heavily discussed in the news that WikiLeaks published some large unfiltered email dumps recently. If you are looking through these emails to explore what was being published here, be aware that since these emails haven't been filtered, they also include the usual set of malicious emails that you tend to find in any kind of inbox. A researcher ran the emails through virus total and came up with more than 300 hits against uh, this archive. But of course, VirusTotal is just running samples through various commercial anti-malware systems. So it's certainly possible that some more customized, more interesting malware did evade VirusTotal. Just uh, for myself, usually if VirusTotal does identify an email as malicious, it tends to be less interesting in my opinion. And you really want to look for the ones that didn't get found by VirusTotal. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the recently discovered weakness in modern Linux kernels that can lead to the hijacking of TCP connections. Well, uh, no surprise here, Android version 4.4, which is KitKat and later, are vulnerable to this particular issue. They are running Linux kernels 3.6 and later. So this affects a large number of Android devices. One problem is that for most 
most Android users, there isn't an easy fix. The fix for this issue is that you do adjust a parameter in proc file system. Usually on Linux systems, that's no big deal. You can use syscontrol to it. There are configuration files to adjust this. But on Android, well, uh, without rooting the device, you don't really have access to these parameters. So you have to wait for a patch in order to have this adjusted. And the cat and mouse game between ransomware authors and authors of tools to crypt files left encrypted by ransomware continues. The latest casualty here is a tool that was able to decrypt Kerber encrypted files that Checkpoint published. Well, the interesting part here is that the this particular tool no longer works even for older versions of Kerber. Apparently, this tool used a weakness in the Kerber ransomware webpage, which then allowed the tool to extract. Apparently, the Kerber authors have patched that particular vulnerability and the tool ceased to function as a result. And well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.